Hi, listeners. This is Kari. And this is Alexis. We have a surprise. Today, we're introducing a new bonus show within Lit Society. Welcome to A Little Literally. literally. 10-minute discussions of the bookish topics on our radar. If Lit Society is a novel, A Little Literally is like the forward section where we chat about things that won't fit into our show. So in the first season of our podcast, Alexis, you'll remember April 10th, 2020? We covered The Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. You remember that? I do remember. How would yeah. you feel about that book? That book holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, me too. It's a classic that really deserves the title classic to me. It has intriguing characters, double meanings, and it's all within 200 pages, which we love. So this week, everyone's favorite play cousin, Kiki Palmer, brought up <laughs> a well-known theory regarding the story. Let's listen. Okay, so guys, get into this. I was talking to one of my mentors, Ralph Farquhar, and he mentioned to me that there's this Great Gatsby theory that the Great Gatsby himself was actually a black man passing for white and that the book was actually about race relations in the 20th century. So then I started doing this deep dive and I find out that this lady named Janet Savage actually wrote a book about this entire topic and speaks to some of the pieces in the book that actually say that that might be the truth. Like the fact that he had, they keep mentioning that he had this brown tent. They talk about the fact that he lives on 40 acres. And then the original title of the book apparently was like Tremaccio's adventures or something and Tremaccio that name I hope I'm not butchering it too bad actually comes from this Roman comedy satire that's actually about a black slave that ends up inheriting the home of his owners and then goes on to have these lavish parties, et cetera, et cetera, which is kind of like the same story. Anyway, and then I thought about the fact that Baz Luhrmann in the new revival of the of the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, the whole soundtrack was Jay-Z. Now why hip hop music? I need to get to the bottom of this. So obviously she's probably joking about that last bit, but that second, et cetera, really took me out. I love it. Oh, Kiki's great. So you sent this to me. I'd never heard the theory before. Have you? No, that was the first time I heard it when she said it. Okay, okay, really interesting. Alexis, is there any merit to this theory that Jay Gatsby is actually a black man possibly passing as white? Whether there's merit or not, I guess it depends on the individual, but there is something to, they they do have uh, points that they're pulling from, from the book that help them create um, this theory. And I believe it starts with a guy by the name of Carlisle Van Thompson and his book, I believe it is, The Tragic Black Buck, Racial Masquerading in the American Literary Imagination. And in his book, he talked about Gatsby being characterized as a pale black individual who passes for white. And he talks about the traits um, having brown hardening body that's actually (laughs) in the book and then I looked at his hair was trimmed every day so those were a couple things that that author talked about in a section in a chapter of his book Janice Savage who Kiki mentioned talked about Jay Gatsby a black man in white face says that the original title was Tremalchio in West Egg, which refers to a character in an Italian novel called um, Satyricon. So within that novel, the Tremalcio character was a formal, former enslaved person who once who uh, gained his freedom and wealth and started throwing these lavish parties. And so since the title 
he wanted the title to be that. They feel strongly that the character is based on him. And then one of the a couple other ones is that uh, Gatsby's mansion sits on 40 acres in West Egg. And then, of course, as Kiki mentioned, when the Baz Luhrmann film adaptation came out, the score was produced by Jay-Z and it was filled <laughs> with, uh, you know, black music. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there you those were the points that were brought out um, in both of their um, theories. So I also read an article um, that pulled from the same sources as you. It talks about um, Tramalchio and the I didn't even know F. Scott Fitzgerald wanted to name it that originally. Um, mm-hmm. So that's like, I don't know. I don't know. So the article I read is in The Atlantic, which I love. Um, and that's from, the one I read as well. Oh, really? OK, so that's from yeah. March 2023 by Alonzo Vereen. And he is a graduate of Morehouse um, and the Iowa Writers Workshop. Uh, he also brings out how um, while he was reading Carlisle, Carlisle Thompson's work, The Tragic Black Buck. Uh, Carlisle or Thompson pulled out how Tom Buchanan's eugenics warning at the beginning, mm-hmm. like, look out, the white race will be utterly submerged, is also telling. There's also a point where Tom is describing his Nordic background and he pauses mm-hmm. when he gets the, to Daisy. And then I think her friend, the golfer, is like, we're all white here. Or maybe Daisy talks about her traditional white upbringing. Daisy talks about her traditional white upbringing and Tom says, you can't believe everything you hear. Yes, that thank you for interjecting because that is huge. Thank you. Yes. Yes. So there's a point made that Daisy is not the same white in Tom's eyes as he is. Um, And so that would imply that uh, Daisy and Jay Gatsby perhaps were both passing at the time um, and maybe Jay Gatsby earned some credit in um, some battle and came back for Daisy. Is that what you're getting? Also, as he found this fortune, he thought, well, now we can be together. And their societal mm-hmm. pulls would not let let them. Um, but Nick mm-hmm. also talks about how easily Gatsby puts, picks up the graceful foxtrot, which is modeled yep. on a black dance that was like yep. the sensation of the time. Yeah. And so you also mentioned, of course, the 40 acres land and West Egg, an allotment that has particular significance for black Americans. And of course, to me, which would be the nail in the coffin of this theory, uh, the fact that Fitzgerald wanted to name it um, something that was tied to uh, Tramalchio. Uh, so, Alexis, what's your verdict? Was Gatsby Black? You know, I don't know. I would have to read the book again with that vision. Yes. And um, make a determination that way mm-hmm. where I could shout out from the rooftop. I believe, I support, <laughs> I follow that theory. But without having read it in, in its entirety again, Based on this, I couldn't really make take a stance on that. How about you? Yeah, the uh, the writer of the Atlantic article also brought up that, um, yeah, everyone's so far is kind of on the same page that it's worth questioning. We can't say definitively that, yes, Jay Gatsby was a black man passing as white. However, it should be noted that the race of every character in this book is made very clear, except for Jay's. And then Daisy's ambiguousness and her ambiguity is meant 
to be brought out. That's like on purpose. Um, there's mm. even a comment by her husband that the only way Gatsby got to her was delivering groceries through the back door. Right. So it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that if Fitzgerald wanted us to believe he was white, he actually would have said he was white. And for the time that this mm. book was published, perhaps he didn't want to skate around certain issues. So I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, Jay Gatsby is definitely of mixed race. Black oh, okay. or past right. and passing, perhaps. So, yeah, thank you, Kiki. You helped us get to the bottom of this investigation. And thank you, listeners, for listening to this first of our bonus episodes. Li- a little literally. Yeah. Thank you for listening to a little literally <laughs> the first of our bonus episodes. And we'll try to publish these. I don't know about weekly. That would be great. But at least bi-weekly, right, Alexis? And we'll do what we can. (laughs) We'll do what we can. That's a better answer. All right. And be sure to tune in to our show tomorrow where we take a deep dive into The Light Between Oceans by M.L. Studman. That's part two. So we're going to finish out that book tomorrow. You do not want to miss it. And if you're watching this on YouTube, we have a little something special for you tomorrow, too. So be sure to check out our show, which actually you can find on YouTube today. So tomorrow's episode... You can always watch it a day early on YouTube. And until next time, see you guys Thursday, readers. Bye. Bye.